Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermode. At the weekend, I popped along to the Southern Vintage Engine and Tractor Club Rally down in Colby. And I went along to the Andreas Summer Fair to find out what was on stall and what was on offer. And also, there was some vintage machinery there as well. Well, Kiri, uh, well, it's nice to be back uh, this side of it as well. You soldiered on on your Todd last week uh, with the dreaded uh, viruses that uh, have got everyone since the TT, really. Um, all free now, but uh, struggling a bit with a bit of a cold now. So Yeah, no, glad to have you back, Simon. It was very daunting on my own, but uh, yes, it's nice to be back in, with all of the events happening this summer as well after a two-year break, really, yeah. too. And uh, we've had a bit of rain. Uh, it's only just uh, soaked and dampened the surface a bit, but uh, it's given a, a lot of people the dry spell to a chance to get all the, the hay done and the haylage and silage, hasn't it? Indeed, Simon, with a bit more hay being made this year with the cost of the black plastic that you'd normally see around the countryside on the silage bales being used a little less of this time. Yeah, and uh, I've seen uh, a trailer with some grain on it. Never. Up north as well. Oh, uh, wow. Well, whether it was combining uh, or was it um, grain that was being transported somewhere. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that time of year is stretching on, I suppose. We'll try and find, the... Yeah, trying to find out a little bit more about that one. But all in all, with the, uh, you know, the, the farmers are struggling with the price, uh, the, the fuels and everything like that, it's... Uh, it's cutting slim margins down to, to virtually nothing at the present, isn't it? It really is. It's making a lot of businesses focus on what they are doing, whether they uh, rehash what their enterprise is altogether. Um, it's changing times not only for agriculture, but you see it just even in the normal petrol stations on the high road. You know, people are really having to think what they spend their money on. Uh, food security, as we always say here on Countryside and on the, in the Isle of Man, um, it's so important that we look after our, our food chain and our food links and look after the farming as as we can on the island um but like you say simon it's testing times it is well, a lot of cars going slower and tractors as well on the road conserving fuel uh, i'd imagine as well but uh, we'll get in touch uh, with some of the contractors and see what's happen- uh, happening around uh, you know to get their view off what's been you know the crops have been like over the past and summer so that's right the sheep shearing will be well underway now some of the hills will be still ready to come in to be sheared um there again wool prices is uh, it's meant to be a little bit more improved this year but maybe not as good as it should be you know it's a sustainable product it's a Something's great product better than nothing <laughs> absolutely um yeah so farmers are busy there now and they've been delighted with the the rain on the weekend yeah well there wasn't any rain uh, on saturday when i was at the andrews summer fair it was held at the mountain view innovation center uh, so it's in the vicinity of all the uh, areas around the countryside and uh, i spoke to the chairman of the development uh, committee for the Andreas Church and one of the organisers of the Andreas Summer Fair, Waveney Jenkins. I also uh, got a chat with Bill Dale from Beach Buddies. But first of all, Chris Wellings was there with his Model T Ford on display. And I asked Chris uh, when this vehicle dates back to. Uh, it's 104 years old. Now. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And is this, is this one of the, the first ones that, that Ford built or not? No, no, they started much earlier than that. And this isn't really 
a, a true, genuine Model T. Well, it's a Model T in, in all respects, but the engine is 1917 and the chassis is 1915. And I reckon just after the First World War, it was put together perhaps from some old scrappers or something like that. Yeah, for the, uh, the champs of the day for their sports car. <laughs> right. Well, how, how long have you had uh, ownership I, I of that? Had it about ooh, 10, 10 or 11 years now, yeah. What was it like that when you got it, Chris? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I've altered some things. Uh, that box at the back there for the luggage, uh, I put that on it and done some other alterations on it, put a better horn on it and things like that. But what I mean, what what sort of engine is in it? What what it's, CC it's, is it's it? Three and a half liter. Really? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. But uh, only revs up to about two thousand. You know, from and what? How many cylinders? Four, just standard yeah. four cylinder. Yeah, yeah. It does about fifteen miles to the gallon. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, does it fare and zip along though? It'll do forty miles an hour. Really? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets a bit hairy uh, over forty. Right. We all, I suppose, there doesn't look to be much uh, front disc brakes or anything. No, on. no, no, no. <laughs> braking has to be well planned ahead. Yeah. What? Well, what is the braking system on it? Well, it's got a, a, a clutch. Well, a, a band brake on the prop shaft. That's the foot pedal operates that, and then uh, just the handbrake on the brake shoes on the rear. Right. And uh, a, a sort of gearbox as well well no it's uh, it's an epicyclic gearbox built into the flywheel it's very clever so there's no actual changing of gears everything is operated by brake bands on in, in the gearbox itself so how does it does it speed up on its own like an oh, automatic no, you, you, no 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 you've got the uh, accelerators just on the steering column and you just press one pedal and that tightens the band on one clutch inside the gearbox and away you go in first and then once you build up a bit of speed you take your foot right off and that engages automatically another clutch and puts you in top. Wow, and, and when you, we look back at 1915-1917 stroke I think it was a oh, quite a masterful piece of engineering. Quite sophisticated, yeah, yeah. 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 And what about the, the handle and off it? Uh, it's lively. Yes, yeah. <laughs> lively and unpredictable at yeah. times. It bumps the ears a lot. So if, there's a, if the road's nice and flat, it, you can just relax. But if it's any potholes, then they really knock it off course. That really limits your top speed. There can't be many of them about, though, Chris, is there? No, there's quite a few on the island. Though. Is there? Oh, yes, yeah, yes. Probably at least, oh, I, I know of uh, five. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. So when the classic car club's out, you see a couple of them. Yeah. Well, Bill Dale, it's a nice surprise seeing you away from the shoreline, really, here at the uh, at the fair. Yeah, it's it's nice to be here because uh, I I live in Andreas and and this is you know this is a community event here and it's smashing to come in here and see all of the local community people together and faces that I know and funnily enough faces that I know I've never met before or spoken to should I say um, so it's been a nice and it's a lovely event for all the family and uh, I think they've done a really good job and what a great facility this is yeah it certainly is but I mean it, it must be nice because uh, the times that you, you spend along the beach you've got your followers there and everything um, to be here is it like having your presence and spreading the news so people can it, find out it, it is and, and I have to say a lot 
lot of people have come up who I've never spoken to before who are very interested and the nice thing I like is when families come along and the children are picking up the litter pickers and looking at the things that we made out of driftwood and and it, and then mum and dad are watching as well you know so uh, and we're going to give away a few litter pickers as well this afternoon so I, I like it when you engage with families in particular because they seem to get the message really well you know I mean like your family did and and uh, and lots of others and, and there's a good spirit in the north I think people are more aware of the countryside and nature up here and uh, they, they like to take care of the place and you know you look around and, and, and gardens are well looked after up this way you know it's not the same all across the island but I think we've got a set a pretty good example up this way. Yeah and isn't it because of this, that example you see a big box of something blowing into somebody's hedge by the side of the main road it's not just the attitude of well leave that for the council whatever it is to pick up oh that looks unsightly let's get rid of it isn't it yeah and i saw a guy out yesterday i was just uh, driving home back to andrews from ramsey and it was a guy at the side of the road who i've never i don't even know who he was i've never seen him before and he had his own litter picker and a bag and he was walking along the pavement i'd never seen him before and there he is walking along the pavement picking up rubbish and i think well if if we've helped us to make that happen that's the that's the answer really i think um and and there are lots more people like that that i know of we've got we've got lots of volunteers we never see on a beach because the beach isn't always everybody's favourite, you know. So people might have a river or a glen or a park or a playground. And, and you know, we're setting a little nice example here. It's, uh, it, it's really nice. Uh, do, do you, like, so today, have you been walking around the ground and the gardens here? Do you, you know, get in that find... habit of looking for rubbish, <laughs> oh, do you? I do. When I first came here, I thought, right, <laughs> there, never must, off duty. <laughs> there must be some rubbish around here, but I'll tell you what, David and Alison Doricott, they've got this place yeah, sorted. Yeah. I can't find anything. Yeah. So it's um, in terms of finding r- rubbish today, I think it's going to be zero. Uh, it, I mean, this is a fabulous place, isn't it? I, yeah. I didn't, I've never been in that building before. My goodness. You could have a football match in there. So when will your next operation be? Are you sort of doing it weekly? We do. Every Sunday we go out. Now, we don't normally announce where we're going until a Wednesday or Thursday, which we do on our Facebook page and the website, uh, beachbuddies.net. But um, it'll, it'll depend on weather too. Um, which way the wind's blowing. Well, it does, you know. And, and, and the last thing we want is for, to take people out when the weather's rotten or it's raining and stuff. So we, we always call it off when it's like that. But I have to say, we must be going out... 45 plus Sundays in a year on, on a Sunday morning every, every Sunday 10.30 and uh, I think next week we might be going to Peel but let's wait and see have a look on, on the page first don't, don't take my word for it well you and your team keep up the good work thank you well it's uh, it's been a good spell of weather uh, for the summer fair Waveney it's been a glorious day, apart from the fact that there was a, a gale, to put it mildly. So, but, but luckily we're at the Mountain View and we've been able to bring the bouncy castles inside and all the stalls inside. Otherwise, I gather some of the other functions today have had to cancel things. So we've been very lucky. But it's great to see a, a good turnout, though. It's a lovely turnout and everyone very enthusiastic. The Ramsey band have been gorgeous. And they are all now tucking into a strawberry scone. <laughs> and that's the, the, the great thing about these events. There's, there's no um, sort of factory manufacturment of them, is there? It's we're, just we're, a load we're, we're of tra- home we're try- people. We're trying, we're trying to be a little bit more sort of organised. We were trying to get a conveyor belt going. But we are, I'm afraid, a little bit amateur. 
But that, that's part and parcel of, of some affairs, isn't well, it? It's right. everyone it's mucking country. in, that doing something that they probably wouldn't normally be doing. And everybody is wonderfully helpful to her, and they come rushing along and yeah. muck in. But, I mean, you're not exactly in Andreas, but you're in the northern plain and well, in Lisbon. I mean, the thing is, we've now got these group of parishes, you know, these churches, so if you have the fair in Andreas, then Balaf Church and Sulby Church maybe don't feel as involved. Here we're on neutral ground, everybody comes and helps. But actually, as we get more and more aware of each other's problems and the way we can help each other, we're becoming more of a cohesive parish. Well, what about the organisation of it? I mean, there was all sorts of stalls in there. Are people still lot. keen to, to be part of it? Some or do you need to do, twist their arm? There's an awful lot of arm twisting, <laughs> I'm afraid. And it is, it's lovely when you get a young man like that who comes and joins in. I mean, we have got an awful lot of people who are well over 70 and some of them over 80. And that is becoming a problem because one's strength does start to evaporate rather quickly. Yeah, and it's, I suppose it's something when you look uh, all the years that the fairs have been happening, you look back and it's probably the same people that's been involved in them and the youngsters don't seem to have the same enthusiasm well, so for this. So many of the young now are working and they're either working, they're fully organised with their children and certainly it is a sort of, it's a different attitude. I mean, when I grew up, we did much more voluntary work and um, it's, it's quite tricky. It's quite tricky to get the balance right. One wants to involve everybody, um, but it does tend to fall on the same people who are doing the organising work. But the people I've seen going around here, uh, quite a lot of them I, I know, but yeah. th th there's a smile on everyone's face who's involved in helping. It's a joy when you, know, when you get a lovely big turnout, as we have today. Mm -hmm. That makes it very much worthwhile. And then you get a good take. And after the COVID years, when our, our function stopped, so we had two very empty years. And I mean, it's really lovely to be back into full, the engines full turning again. Indeed. Look forward to it again next year? And um, yes, yes. There's going to be many more things before then though. We've got a lovely concert coming up. Many ideas for a concert towards the autumn. No, we'll lots of ideas. Well, well, we'll give that a mention near the time. Fantastic, Simon. Thank you so much for coming. Some of the people involved in the Andreas Summer Fair, the uh, chairman of the development committee and uh, one of the organisers of the event, Waveney Jenkins. Before that, Bill Dale from Beach Buddies, uh, away from the beach for once. And firstly, I spoke to Chris Wellings, who had his Model T Ford on display, 104 years old. Well, I never. Yeah. My goodness me, wonder if we make that age. Yeah, well, let's hope so. I, he did offer me a, a, a ride on it too. Well, but uh, I, I did get, got involved in, in a few other things, and by the time I got back, uh, the chance was gone. Well, was that or the Aston Martin that was there? Oh, so, uh, yes. Yeah. But isn't it amazing? Polar's apart, but yet still doing the same job, isn't it? 
Yeah. You know, the luxurious of the Aston Martin, Nicey and James Bond. But yet those car, 104 years old, still doing its job properly. Yes, mighty. I've got a picture on the Facebook of that one as well. Uh, you're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. You were out and about uh, looking at some some more older things, and that's not just the people you spoke to. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, as we heard from you, Simon, you got a, a a chance to have a look at a 104-year-old car. Well, I popped down to the Southern Vintage Engine Tractor Club Rally in Colby. Here we go, we're now with Aubrey Brooks. Now today, Aubrey's been a bit of a, a wild, windy uh, Sunday morning, but I believe it's been a good weekend on the whole. It has been. It's been really fantastic, and the crowd have loved it. We love the crowd, and when the crowd enjoy it, the tractors enjoy it, everyone has a great blast, you know. We had a lot of kids in the arena yesterday, some kids' sports, sack races, egg and spoon, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, fantastic. We had three arena shows yesterday with tractors in one, vintage cars in the other, and we had a grand parade later on in the afternoon. Oh. It was really wonderful to see. And it's really great. After the last couple of years we've had to get sort of shows back up on the road like this and get the footfall through the gates. Absolutely. I think it's incredibly important for, for our for the residents of the island and our visitors, you know, being out in the sunshine and seeing all these tractors and things from way past oh, many years yeah. ago. And like you were saying about all age groups, I've seen, seen young people here working away on engines. You know, they must be much more than uh, you know, 15, 16 years of age, really getting involved with some of the, like you say, the engines from decades ago. Absolutely. And I often think that if youngsters can get involved in this kind of activity, it takes away the sitting in front of a, a blank TV screen or, or um, yeah. a video game or something like that. It's healthy, it's great fun, and you meet a lot of people out here in, in, in this kind of environment. It really is good, but we've got a, a massive display, like you said. We've just seen the vintage tractors go around. Now, those tractors, they span years and years. Very, very, some very old tractors. Also, in, in these stands on the side of the arena, there's a whole lot of... Uh, very old um, water pumps and Jap engines, the sump pumps from 1920, right wow. up to the present time. Billy, the chairman of the club, Billy uh, Galley, has got a, a whole display there from 1920 to 1980. My goodness me. A wide variety of yeah. stuff, and they all kept going, and it's just marvellous. You hear the thump, thump, thump of a motor doing a lot of work. Yeah, and this is the thing. This is what this is what mechanised life, isn't it? You know, it, it revolutionised the whole of, of, of human life. It has indeed. In fact, we've got a baler over here. It's not running today, but you see here the tractor in front of it, the big thump, thump, thump of the engine. Yeah. And all the baling, the, the grinding of corn from way back, many, many years yeah. ago. And they're all in very good condition. Obviously, the guys here are all enthusiasts. Yeah. And you never know. People may have a, a motor or a car or a tractor sitting on their farm. Don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Come along and have a chat with us. We'll help you get it going and get into the club. Or maybe we can put it to use, maybe sell it and somebody in the club would buy it. Yeah, amazing. This is really good. Well, I'll shoot off over the other side there now and have a look, see if I can catch up with, with Billy. Lovely. Well, Bill Galley, uh, a fabulous weekend again. A huge turnout of machinery, stationary engines, vintage cars and tractors. You must be very proud. Yes, it's been quite a success. It really has. And now I see you and your good lady and the family there with all of the lawnmowers. How many you've got here this year? Uh, this year I've got 90 exhibits. 90? Yes. Well, I never. That would take some effort to get them here. It takes a little while, yes. And I do believe there's a show on this weekend as well, a competition for prizes. Oh yes, we have every year we have it judged. We have different judges every year for stationary engines, tractors, implements, 
and engines. And our friend from across, he brought his engine with him. He got best in show. Oh, never. Yes. Never come over, eh? Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, talking of your friend, he's here today. Terry, welcome to the Isle of Man. I do believe you've gone home with the best prize, though. I have. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I would just like to uh, thank Bill Galley and his wife, um, Debbie, for inviting me over. And I am staying with the Galley family. And um, I got a free ride over off uh, Steam Packet. And I am very, very, very grateful to be here. It is. And uh, it's a great little show, isn't it? it? It's a very good show. We had a good day yesterday. The weather was very well. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And I would like to come back. Lovely. And what have you brought with you today? Are these a little bit different from what we'd normally have here on the Isle of Man? This is an old engine. It's um, a 1911 Tanji. Wow. Built in Birmingham. It's a hot tube engine and a hit and miss. Well, I never. It's running like a sewing machine, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely beautiful. It, it is. really is. And we'll get some photographs of it for our listeners for the uh, website. But absolutely pristine condition. Not a problem. It's absolutely beautiful. I have a Tanji, the Tanji engine, which is hit and miss, and I have a Tanji water pump to go with it. Now, what uses would these have back in the day? When this, when this Tanji engine came out of the factory in Birmingham, it came out of the factory with a water pump. And I've got the original water pump at home to go with it, but it just needs a little bit of work doing to it. So watch this space, it'll be back out together, no doubt. It will do someday, yes, but I'll have to fetch a different engine next year. <laughs> and what other things have you got here today? There's so much on display. Nothing. I brought an engine over for Bill's mate, Ken, yeah. um, as well, because he bought it over on the mainland, and I brought it over for Ken, and which he's quite happy with. Yeah, no, he looks. There's a lot of smiling faces here, Terry. It's it's been an absolute beautiful weekend, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it, my yeah. partner and me. Well, here we are now with Johnny. How's the weekend been, Johnny? It's been a rotten weekend. Oh, Carly, the yeah. weather's not been so good here on the Sunday, but I believe Saturday wasn't too bad. Saturday was all right, yeah, but uh, it didn't last long. No. <laughs> So what, have you been in action this weekend? No, just uh, we've just brought the mill up here and the baler and, uh, and then just um, uh, just had to see what was what was happening. The machinery's looking well out here, isn't it? Oh well, I, I had a, a bit of time on my hands, there, so I give the baler a coat of paint there. There we go. And try to keep it, give it a bit more life. But I see you've been in the winning again, though. What was, what was the prize for this time? It was just first prize, wasn't it, Annie? First prize? First prize. In the working class, yeah. So, yeah Mill and Bale got first prize. In the? In working class. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. And uh, it's been a funny old weekend. You didn't get much of the bailing done this time. No. Uh, we're going to leave it till today. Uh, as John's already said, we had the Mill and Bailer running yesterday. Had uh, Kane Cage Marshall belted to it, so it, it was showed a lot of interest. Yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. No, it's nice to get the shows back on again, though, isn't it, uh, Ari? Yeah, it is, and we know we've got a program ahead of ourselves yeah. through the summer. Yeah. yeah, they're looking well, though, aren't they? Oh yes, John's been busy with the brush, especially on the baler. He's he's probably going to do a bit of titivating up on the mill, 
but he enjoys getting the paintbrush out. That's it, isn't it? There we go. That was a wonderful day had down at the Southern Engine and Tractor Club rally. I spoke to Johnny Crawley there with Ori Mitchell at the Tractors and Balers. Also visiting prize winner Terry Crudders with his stationary engines there, along with Bill Galley. And earlier I spoke to Aubrey Brooks, who was doing the commentary around the main ring. It's uh, marvellous to see them all out, though. I mean, they, I suppose it's frustrating when you've got a, a vehicle that, uh, or something that you you know you spent hours and hours uh, perfecting, and over the last couple of years you haven't had the real chance to to let the public see the full. Beauty of that it. is right. Well, just before we go, uh, there's a couple of bits and pieces uh, to announce. I can tell you that uh, on the 6th of August, which is a Saturday, it's going to be the 74th uh, annual Sulby Horticultural Show at Lazare Parish Community Hall. So uh, stick that date in your diary. And also next Sunday, the 3rd of July, uh, at Milntown, there'll be a gathering of super vehicles from the olden days as well. So there'll be a mighty display there. That's it for this week's Countryside, though. If you've got anything for it, leave a message for Kiri Kermode or myself, Simon Clark, here at Manx Radio, or send an email to countryside at manxradio.com. We're back next week with more, and you can listen to the uh, programme again on Manx Radio's website. Just download the podcast. So until next week, from me, Simon Clark, And me, Kiri Kermode. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.